0: Hey everybody! Hope uh, hope everybody's having the best week ever. Uh, this show is brought to you by our buddies over at Apex Pro, uh, and uh, check them out at uh, at dot uh, A uh, lot of a uh, lot of new things coming out, uh, hardware and software wise, through them. Uh, and uh, yeah, give the uh, give the website a look. Um, Apex Pro is uh, only supported on iOS, so you got to steal your mom's iPhone if you're an Android dork like me. But uh, it's really, really cool, unintimidating, and uh, and kind of intuitive as far as the uh, the in-car display, et cetera. So check out apextrackcoach.com. We're going to have Andrew on the show sh- shortly. And I also really, really want to thank uh, our Patreon sub- subs- uh, subscribers, uh, patrons, whatever you call them. Uh, our buddy, uh, he, this is actually the dude who found me my supercharger, Scott, Scott Molloy, uh, and Alex Nordson. Eric Streeter, man, he's a, he's a friend of ours from up north. Chandler Maher, who's ran through a bunch of Good Life uh, beginner and intermediate, and uh, I believe he's got a goal of running GLTC next year. Uh, Jacob, uh, I don't know how to say Jacob's last name. Bodenauer, looks like it. Uh, Jay Gloomis, Marshall Cash, Matt Murphy, Pete Lindberg, my man from uh, from Texas, uh, my other man from Texas. I got two Texas men. and uh, And Phil... Uh, Jolicoor, I'm probably butchering that name, but he's a silly goose, he signed up for the silly goose level, we love that, thank you guys so much, Uh, you guys are helping uh, basically make uh, the website, and probably get some travel uh, out of some of this bucks, so that we can get Abe and myself down to do cool interviews, and get Derek up here, and things like that, so I hope to produce uh, more cool shows, and uh, really appreciate it, if you can search slip angle and patreon in the google search it should pop up first thing Uh, and really really appreciate all the uh, listeners regardless of their commitment level monetarily and uh, you guys uh, you guys are all the best so on with the show
1: It's very weird. Uh, I don't have headphones, but I can still hear you without them.
2: Well, you're so. standing in the middle, so you can help hear Kyle and yeah. you can hear me.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's, it's pretty loud here. A bit. We're at Gridlife Game Night Chicago 2020. Which is the second? This is the second one of these. What is this? Our one, two, three. This is our fifth game night.
2: Yeah, because we did the one at FCP Two Vegas, two here, and then FCP Euro.
1: We have from Sim TV. Kyle Hair on here.
3: Did I say it right? Hair. Higher. Higher. It's it's German. I don't know how, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce. Looks it. like hair. So yeah. I, I think I'll, I we'll said take it right. It. It's fine. I don't care what you think. We'll roll with that. <laughs> um, how did
1: you get uh, into our Ecosphere, uh, Kyle?
3: So, I my background is in sim racing broadcasting on the iRacing service. You do a great
1: job on what you do. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Uh, and we met a couple of months ago, or actually last year rather. Yeah. Uh, DJ Alessandrini. Yeah, and Allison Dreamy. Allison Dreamy. Yeah, he's very dreamy. There he is right there. (laughs) And we knew him. Hi, DJ. We knew him. I knew him through the Washington, D.C. region SCCA. Oh, okay. Okay. Who broadcasted with us. And he said, hey, we got these, you know, friends with these Gridlife guys, and we want to use you for our our, our Gridlife iRacer stuff. And I said, okay, we'll do it. And then Eric and Promo and a couple other guys came on, and uh, a couple months later, I think it was Eric that originally pinged us and said, hey, like, why don't you guys come out and do yeah, this? That was for like
1: real? a year ago to like right now. Pretty much, but yeah. A year ago at this event is when I met DJ. Yeah, so, in real life, but I so, knew I knew him from his infamy.
2: Yeah, did, he but, uh, he won game night one. Did what's he, that? He won game night one.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't remember any of that stuff. <laughs> I, I
2: think we had a competition, and I'm pretty sure he I like dribbled. DJ, the best.
1: did we have a competition last year at game night? Uh, kinda. Did you win last year? I don't. No, uh, Tom is a Forza god for some reason. Nobody understands why. <laughs> so, Tom, Tom O'Gorman. Yeah, O'Gorman,
2: O'Gorman was the Forza god. Uh, I watched him drive away from me.
1: I remember talking to you on... We were doing a live stream from this last year, and we talked to you, and that was like the first time I ever met you. But uh, I, That was the first time I met everybody. That was... That was, uh, that was uh, uh, you, a little bit. Oh. Um, had you gotten your race car a year ago today or no? No, I picked it up. Uh, wait, no, I picked it up. No, I picked it up a week. It was the next weekend. The next yeah, weekend. it was happening, right? Yeah. It was like in process. Yes. So yeah, we yes. It was
2: literally the first time I met everybody. Like a year from today.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about.
2: Before I was just an internet like nerd. Well, you still what I was. You, you could still be an, no, internet, I'm nerd. Now
1: I'm an internet nerd. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have a face before? That's terrible. <laughs> you must have looked like a knee. Just a <laughs> knee right in front of your in front of your mouth. Yeah. Uh so you you knew that dude. Yep. Uh and now we know you. Yep. Uh we met you twice this year in person. Yes. Um Midwest Wait, Festival. I
2: would like it very much if he would tell Back it up, how babe. he he made it from sim T V into Well, life. I was
1: gonna go there, Abe, but that's fine.
3: How did you get into sim racing? Well, how did I get into sim racing? Yeah. Oh, like, that's an interesting question. So How long have you been doing this stuff? Well I, I originally I, I played like the EA NASCAR games on consoles with right. my buddy Joel. Uh, a couple like 2005, 2006, we were yeah. really, really young, and uh, we always kind of wanted something a bit more realistic. So one day he said, you know, I just bought this steering wheel on eBay, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna build a sim rig. And so right. we went to his basement, got some plywood, and uh, we built a desk, and got into sim racing like that. So we actually. I did the bad thing, and iRacing's going to ban me if they hear this, so they shouldn't. But uh, <laughs> we, we shared an account, which is like the big no no. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, for like three or four years. So <laughs> I started my actual iRacing account in 2016. Yeah. So my stats look way better than they should be because okay. I didn't really start my actual stats. But that's kind of how I got into sim racing. I left it alone throughout the latter years of high school. I got into college, and my roommate was a big iRacer. Okay. Uh, Finian, you, uh, you met Finian. Yeah. Yeah. and Dakuna. So he was already into that. He was already into it, and he had also stopped because of college, and he already had his wheel. So he brought his wheel up, and we both got iRacing again. And I used a controller, and I ended up getting the wheel again. And read a Reddit post one day, and
1: so like in your uh, in your dorm room, is that just like always on? Pretty much.
3: We're in an apartment now. We've upgraded.
2: Okay. But (laughs) what was the Reddit post? Oh, the Reddit post was
3: a couple guys that were iRacers that said, "Hey, we're looking. We're a league looking for a broadcaster to stream our races." We're open to somebody new that kind of wants to get in and, and get their feet wet and try it. So cheap. Cheap. Is yeah, that cause... a
1: thing that has existed in the past? Oh, yeah. No? it's
3: It's been around for, okay. you know, since iRacing existed.
1: I, I didn't know much about it until we until I started watching
3: your broadcasts Yeah, about a year ago. Because yeah. I, I never really sat down and watched any of right. this stuff. So I thought this was like the most ridiculous idea ever. Yeah, I thought it was, sounded like a lot of work. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. Turns out it probably is a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It yeah. still is. But he, Finian, convinced me over like the course of a week that we should give this a try, okay. yep. and kept uh, picking up, up more and more groups, and got to right. the point where we did Spec MX5 stuff with um, Winding Road Magazine last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Good Life Seca. So yeah, we're getting up there. We're doing all right. Yeah. Is there is
1: there a lot of broadcasters or no?
3: There's a lot. There's very few that are, I think, good at what they do. Okay. Uh, and like regulars at it. Yeah. I mean, right. there's there's a it, again it. You get what you pay for in something like this. And I didn't think there was any money in this. Right. And there's really not any money in well, this. There's so probably, probably like lunch money. There's
2: lunch money. Like yeah. I, I I buy
3: groceries with it. You yes. know what I
2: did in college to make money?
3: What's that? Oh,
1: man. It's real gross. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> I sold plasma. So at least you're not doing uh, that. Well, I thought it
1: was going to be grosser than that.
2: It's not. It's, <laughs> I, I knew someone who did do that. I, I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Who did, Adam?
1: No, I sold plasma. I sold... Okay. Uh, I uh, To get through college, I mainly... I mainly did engine swaps. In college, in my buddy's garage, I did 190 engine swaps. Yeah, I
3: didn't do that. I just,
1: I mean, I <laughs> wrenched. Like, we would go over there and, like, we'd fire up the heater and we would just clutch jobs. We, were, we had a, just a makeshift garage. And it, it paid the bills.
3: Yeah. I, I can't say we did that route, but...
1: Yeah. I, I think right now I'm right, at, I'm right at about 280 engine swaps in my life. That's a lot so of lot. engine swaps. That's too many. That's a problem. Four, uh, 14 of them have been in my car. <laughs>
2: That's too many. How many engines are you
1: going through? you got to uh, stop downshifting early. <laughs> I, I went through a lot of engines in the last 15 years. But.
2: A decent number in the last, like, two years uh, Also.
1: No, well, yeah. There's been three engines in that car in the last two years, and it's only driven... On one of them. But. Well,
2: and you, uh, you lost an engine. You lost an yeah, R1 the, the engine in one. the Spec Racer. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I lost the 4AG in that one too.
2: Yeah, in the Spec and, Racer. And uh, you lost one in the CRX at yeah, uh, Blacktop. That's, that's like six engines. The CRX was a
1: dumb one. I swapped the distributor, and I didn't. Ch- I didn't check the timing, and the timing on the one distributor internally was different than the other. And I wondered why it smelled differently going around the track. I'm like, it smells differently. And then it blew up. And it turns out it was like 12 degrees advanced versus the other distributor, even though
3: they were in the exact same place. So got to check that stuff. So DJ and I were talking yeah. about this on the way down. And I was telling him, I'm not a car guy. Like, yeah. I love cars. Sorry, that was a weird No, no, tangent. you're good. You're good. <laughs> so the thing is, we're this, full of those. I'm not a gearhead, right? Right. So, I didn't grow up in the garage working on cars, right? Right. Uh, you know, I could I can change my own oil. That's about that's about all I, I go for. Yeah, right? that's pretty good. But a lot the, of people can't do that, right? But it's like I, I love racing, right? So yep. when you guys asked us to come down, and this was at South, right? Yeah. So yeah.
2: here's here's the part that I really want to know sure. is um, I wasn't involved at all with your arrival at Grid Life event to do GLTC commentary. So I would like very much to know um, how who was it that got you connected with anything. And how has your life changed in the last twelve months? Probably
3: DJ and Katil. right? DJ and Cattil, yeah. I think were the kind of the keys yeah, to that. And Yarbrough a little bit, maybe. Yarbrough, for yeah, sure. Okay. He actually he got mad at me because I when I, I posted yeah. that on Facebook in December about how my life has changed so much since this, and and I didn't I forgot to tag. I remember Derek. that yeah. it was very. So he, sweet. He was upset. Yeah. Well, um, he's he, he's forgettable, right? <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad, but but those guys were great, and and. You know, a couple Hello, of Facebook Derek. conversations Sorry back Derek. and forth, and and Finian couldn't go to Midwest because he had some school thing to do. Right. So I brought somebody else. But yeah, school um, silly. It was not um, fun. Did, did you bring somebody else, or was it just you? Uh, I brought my one of our buddies that helped us stream the Spec MX5 oh, stuff, Jarrett Mackey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's he's busy with his own stuff right. now. Right. Um, but
2: so
1: the whole yeah. year has been a blur. I don't even remember what happened in any of it. Yeah. So, you guys so know how, how things have how changed? this goes
2: like, Cattell uh, and Yarbrough and everyone else. DJ, are like, hey, you do this on the internet. Do you want to do it with race cars on a racetrack?
3: That's pretty much how it went. I could probably find the conversation if I sat down and scrolled right. up enough. Um, had you ever
1: thought about doing that?
3: What, scrolling up? And- no, 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 I mean doing <laughs> it in real life. Doing, I, like looking
1: at real cars that actually make vroom vroom noises instead of digital ones.
3: I, ha- I absolutely had no intention yeah. and I didn't think that would ever happen.
1: Well, I, I really, after watching a couple of uh, the streams that you had done, uh, I was like, man, this kid can freaking talk. Like, how does he remember all that? Because I'm not that good at it. I mean, I, I brought, I was like, Tomo and I were the, like, the commentary team at, at Mid-Ohio. Right. And, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm that good at it. But you've got that, like, it's almost like Wide World of Sports, like, enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and, it's- and it's put together, and you've got these little phrases already laid out, and I'm just, like, tripping
3: over my own tongue.
1: And then, Kyle makes me sound like an idiot. I've I've, when I've you always like, the two broadcasts. like
3: I think I get it from my grandmother because she talks forever All right. and won't shut up ever. Yep. Love her to death. But and, and you've got a really quick enunciation too. That was I mean, wasn't good at that before. I had to train
1: myself. I believe to do that. it. I believe it. Yeah. So uh, that, that I'm still not good at it. it. I've been trying. I'm not good at it. But but um, yeah. So see, I mean,
3: uh, the thing is, is like you talk about the enthusiasm. Right. I mean, racing and i racing or any sim for that matter. It's virtual cars, but it's it's real racing. Right. So I get just as excited it, yeah, about the, that. It's the same competition. It's the same competition. The right.
1: same
2: guys.
3: I mean, yeah, in the, a lot in of the life. same guys. Yeah. So it's the same. I get the same energy watching a yeah. sim race as I do real life.
1: Yeah, your Grid Life uh, iRacers uh, group, like that's like Time Attack and GLTC guys. It's yeah.
3: full of them. And you know what's crazy is. I didn't think any of those people really would know who I was, and I pulled right. up at Midwest. Right. No idea. I'm, I'm deer in the headlights. I'm like, "Oh what my god." What was that experience yeah. like in the first place? He, I pulled <laughs> He in. texted me. He's like, "I'm here. Where do I go?" I was like, so oh, confused. Sh- I'm way too busy to deal with this. <laughs> I, and I know you were busy. and I just felt go bad. Go find Kylie's by the gate. <laughs> so I pulled in the gate, right? And I'm, I'm kind of at like the ticket ticketing yeah. booth, the credential area. Yeah. Are the you g- in
2: the the driver gate or the driver, driver gate? gate? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I that's think you were a driver gate, weren't you? Yes. That's the Main road. Yeah.
3: And. Bill Griffin walks over to me. and goes, are you Kyle from SimTV? Yeah. It's like, you, how do you know who I am? Because I heard your voice. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, that's I awesome. I think I had this by that time. But Good was, old Bill. I heard Bill. your voice. I was like, that's, that's no. That no. is so cool. That was the, that was probably the coolest moment yeah. of my life. That's was like being recognized at a racetrack. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. It's very weird but.
1: being recognized for your voice. Yeah. Um, At f- five or six racetracks, I've been recognized for my voice from the podcast. Yeah. And, uh... It's very strange. <laughs> so last
2: week I was recording at Barber. Yeah. And I had all my gear out. We were like getting ready to record with Makaya and Brandon. Right. And um, uh, one of the other drivers showed up and he's like, Hey, what's, what the, what's with all this stuff? Right. And I said, Oh, you know, we're recording a podcast. He's like, Oh, yeah, which one? I said, oh, Slip Egg. And uh, he's like, oh, I listened to that. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's really weird. It's kind of weird. Uh, but he was super nice and took some pictures for us. Yeah. And uh, now I have some content to post. It's, it's a very strange thing to be carrying
1: around a mic and people are like,
2: hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and they usually do ask. So, um, what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, you show up to Midwest and it's like it's a circus, right? It's, it's unlike anything you've ever that seen. That was a
1: real busy one, too.
3: I mean, I've been to NASCAR events. I've been to all sorts of stuff. But walking in that gate, because this is a racetrack I hadn't, hadn't heard of right. until they mentioned. Why would you have? Yeah. I mean, right, It's a I, little club track in the middle of Michigan. Yeah. And, and so I, I was confused as to where to go, where to park, you know, camping spot, where is that? You know, right. I, And then walking down the, the paddock trying to find somebody I knew. Right. And I was looking for a promo because he, well, he was the most responsive. And uh, I think I I, I think I walked into Christian Falopa. I oh, think, yeah. yeah. And
1: Same thing. I didn't know who he was either at <laughs> right. that time.
3: I was like, where's Promo? He's like, he's in the trailer. Just go knock. And I'm like walking into somebody's right. um, you know, RV. Right. And it, then Ed was in there and, and Eric and, and, and Tom. It's, and, and it's also
1: like, it's the craziest shantytown ever. Like It's crazy. There's like two miles of shantytown. You got the paddock, and then you've got the turn two to turn three shantytown. And there's so many RVs and there's so many tents. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to find anybody It was there. It was difficult. Yeah. But did once- anyone
2: ever take you back uh, back between ter- uh, turn two and turn yeah, have you, three? Yeah, did you go back to Tennessee? Have you City? been back there?
3: I yeah. did go back there. Yeah, it's pretty wild scene. I, we walked back there. Jared and I walked back there, and that was pretty wild. I didn't go back there, like, after dark. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> you, I'm not a party animal, you know, it's so, not like... Not like, if you party bullies back there, yeah, it's Yeah, you got to pull
1: your pants up real
3: tight <laughs> and, like... Yeah
1: just kind of be scared. Yeah. (laughs) That's a wild
3: scene. I didn't really understand the scale of it until the broadcast when they had the drone shots from up above. I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many people here. There's a lot of people back there.
1: Yeah. That event event has like a weird special following, uh, and we saw that a lot this week uh, with... Uh, yesterday, we, we launched ticket sales for that event for Midwest Festival. Grid.Life uh, tickets. It was, yeah, they're, they're de- grid, gridlifemidwest.com, I believe, is, oh, our, other, is our new ooh, site for that. We have an individual site for that event now. Cool. Uh, it's got more FAQ on it, so we don't get as many messages on the main page. That probably helps a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just an overwhelming response from the fans and from spectators and drivers. So driver spots for that event. Uh, last year, we had open sale for Time Attack. Um, and this year we did application only because it's impossible to buy things. Like, there's so many people lining up to buy 20, 25 spots for HPDE. Like, there's a virtual queue, whoever is like the first one to click and the second one to click. Yeah. And it's instantly it's full.
3: And, and you guys are talking about transponders too, because it's a, it's a challenge to get a hold of oh, so many transponders for the weekend. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's literally it's literally hard to, to rent as many transponders as we need. Yeah, but like that event is a weird so uh, a weird event. It's so it's got
2: so much demand for anyone who's listening. Uh, we're going to work very hard. We're going to try and get a group buy together for yeah. uh, the new TR2 so transponders. he has got
1: these things in his ear, and so he can hear himself well. And now we can't, I hear, can't hear You, you can't hear me at all? Because he's got his... his oh, well, you're talking normally, and I'm screaming into the mic, and so it's Kyle. <laughs> all right. I'm so trying. we're, we're
2: going to try and do a group buy on yeah. transponders with a oh, new TR2 volume, subscription-free. Um, and we're going to try and get them at a discount at least cheaper than you could get them anywhere else. Yeah. And uh, if you do buy them from us... You do support Slip Angle a tiny bit, Yep. and uh, we would love you for it. You so guys have a
3: Patreon now, right? Uh, we do have a
2: Patreon, too. So. We gotta, we, and we have a few supporters, which is yeah. awesome.
1: Uh, Did I mess up the levels here? No, no, no I think you're I fine. Th- I touched something you were talking to loud. because you got those earbuds in like a pro. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so tracktune.com should have uh, a link to buy transponders, because it's hard soon. to rent enough transponders.
2: So, so we've been encouraging yeah, people like, to buy if them. If you do an event with 150 cars, finding 150 transponders to rent is really difficult. Yeah, So it gets if, hard. if 20 people buy transponders and they get them for cheap-ish, uh,
1: yeah.
2: that helps us a lot. Not financially, it helps us logistically because yeah, the, we just and, can't and the, get enough. The
1: best thing about that deal through uh, uh, the, the, the ones that we'll be selling, those will be the non-subscription-based transponders. Correct. Brand new version of that. Uh, which has been a complaint with the newer transponders is it's a it's a cheaper buy-in, but it's a subscription every year, right? Uh, and you know the transponder companies like charge trying different models there. Um, they built too good of a product, and then everybody had them. And then, then they weren't selling enough of them anymore, so yeah. they hit, needed a. Hit, we know. actually one of our that company sim, needs to keep existing. So one of our tra- sim
3: racing leagues actually was sponsored by Mylaps. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and we actually you know, I worked out. We're building a Baja. I'm a senior in college, computer engineer, so we're building okay. a Baja vehicle for SE Baja this year, and we needed a transponder. So I was like, hey, right. give me up. and they, yeah. they were very cool about it. They're, they actually helped. Us it's out, a so. small
1: company. I mean, uh, and they're really nice to deal with. I yeah. Mean, We've bought a bunch of stuff from them. We've bought tra- timing loops. We have bought all kinds of stuff from them. Um, but it, yeah, I mean they they build a they build a really good product, but they last too long, uh, <laughs> and so that's why the transponder model of the rental model or the the, the subscription model is out there. But yeah, we are going to be selling those uh, the real the the actual non-subscription ones coming up soon. So um, keep an eye out to the website. Yeah, yeah watch um, the website
2: for that. So,
1: Man, we are taking some detours here. Sorry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you show up to Midwest, a long day. and life is a little crazy. Yeah. Um, and you st- you do, like, your first call for a race. And what was that like? I thought when I climbed up on that stage that I was going
3: to screw this up.
1: Was that the first time you'd ever done a race in person. It, it was the
3: first time I've ever done a race in person, the first yeah. time I've ever been... I mean, there wasn't really much of a crowd, right. like, standing around the thing. No, it was but, the first time I've been on stage for anything ever. Yeah, we
1: had a secondary stage basically just for this stuff, right. and uh, we really should have just put you in a trailer to announce it. Uh, but it's wild looking at the monitors and calling the race from up there, isn't it? it it's it, pretty wild, and... and Matt's I, in your ear talking to you.
3: terrified, and, because when, yeah. I, when we do the sim racing broadcasting, I have selection of infinite cameras right. i can pick anybody i want to look at go there instantly yeah. i get all their stats and everything that's happened in the race so it was a severe lack of like data to look at yeah i believe that and and not knowing all the drivers you have to yep. pick them out by basically the color of their car when they're this big you know they're, right. they're an inch tall or an inch big on the screen yeah, so and you can't zoom in you can't zoom in <laughs> so that was a challenge but i unless found unless a real person somewhere zooms in for right them. which right. which isn't is easier said than done yep uh But I was with Tom, and Tom had experience with it before, and and he was super helpful.
1: Tom's a really good... He calls a race really well, too. He does. You guys did a really good job together.
2: So, so. uh, compared to when you're doing uh, SimTV, where you've got got control over almost the complete production, uh, tell me about what it was like to have Matt in your ear telling you what was coming up and, like, how it was difficult to...
3: Matt actually listens to him more than he listens to Matt. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's funny because I I found that extremely distracting because I'm not used to that because no one's usually talking in my right, ear. Right, And most sim racing broadcasters do it that way where the person selecting the cameras is talking in the ear of the commentators okay. and they're across the country. So you're doing it... I do it all myself. You do it all yourself, okay. So having someone in my ear is really distracting. Even for South, I gave Finney in the headset because I just can't, right. I can't multitask. I got to get better at that. But, yep. I think race one, uh, I talked to Matt a little bit. and I Actually, for race four, I had him you know, tell the drone operator to fly low over the front straight while I did the intro. That was a it. great intro. So uh, <laughs> I loved that intro. So uh, I, I, that kind of thing was, watching that back, I was like, that was probably one of the coolest moments yeah, of my that, life. Yeah, that worked really well. So. Matt, and
1: Matt was like, I think Matt loved your input, too. Uh, he was super stoked afterwards. Um because you were invested into, like, here's what I would love to
3: do. Like, yeah. here's an idea. I'm still doing that. In yeah, like, the off-season, I'm going away with the yeah, ideas Otherwise, right now, he's
2: got to come up with it all on his own, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. um, you're, like, uh, in the off-season, you're making graphics and, like, doing yeah. stuff. And- I, I, it's, I'm not a graphic design major, so I'm, I'm kind of learning as I go. Right.
3: But I I watch a lot of racing. I watch IMSA, F1, NASCAR, whole deal. Right. I I honestly think GLTC is like the most exciting thing in this country right now.
2: Well, Jeff Braun thinks so too.
1: Yeah, uh, a pretty a pretty well known IMSA and IndyCar engineer thought it was a good idea too. I mean, th- there there's something about that super sprint race
3: that's so watchable. It's the sprint know? race yeah. format, and it's yeah. also like NASCAR fans always want. Well, they want the cars to be more stock. Well, there's a Honda Odyssey out there racing. Yeah, that's as close as you're going. Yeah, you
1: don't get much more relatable than no. your mom's car, right?
3: So <laughs> I find it incredibly exciting. So I, I was. Go. I had you send me, you know, thirty results sheets. Was doing all their driver stats and everything that's on our website, right? Uh, that people can look at and sort my top five percentage or whatever, right. and doing points graphics to kind of keep track of everything throughout the season. So yeah. I'm invested in it. I yeah. hope as much as everybody else because I love it. No,
1: I I, I hope you can get to a bunch of the live stream events. We're hoping to have more live stream events this year. Um, and it's uh, it's fun to have you on on
3: the broadcast.
1: It's and it's one less thing I have to do because you're better at it than I am.
3: <laughs> I, I know I can go to all all the ones I can drive to. So all the ones in like the Midwest area, right? I'm easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's like the PPIR, yeah. the NCM, Koda. Right. And that thing NCM is uh,
2: N- N- NCM it's is Kentucky. I live you in New York. Go. I, NCM that is
1: very cool. So I, I I would love to go to. that You got one, to so. this event from New York. That's true. In I'll, the middle of winter, I'll, I'll have
3: to. It's like the same amount of time. <laughs> I'll have to. We'll figure something out. We'll get it figured out. I really want to. So are you streaming that?
1: Uh, that's the plan. Oh my goodness. That's
3: a lot of corners Um, to put cameras up for. I don't
1: Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. It, it, it depends. Uh, we're still working on budgets for streaming because streaming costs a lot of money. Like as much as I make in a year (laughs) uh, to do for a weekend. Right. Um, so that's, that's something that we're working on. Uh, and one of the partners for this event, Valvoline is interested in helping with that. So we'll see where it all goes. That's really
2: cool. Um, that's, yeah, it's just something that has to be paid for. Yeah. When when I thought about how far NCM is from my house, yeah. uh, I was at Barber last weekend and it was awesome. And how I, far is NCM from your house? Um, uh, three hours and it's thirty not that minutes. Bad. Yeah. So um, I'm like I'm banging past NCM on the way home, and I was like, wow, this is really close. This is so far close at all. compared to Barber. Uh, Barber's not that far either. No, it what, so um, you taking you, seven eight hours? I. I got home really really quickly.
1: Yeah, you were going very fast. We'll I got home in 6
2: hours and 40 minutes. It's pretty fast. And it was 520 miles. Yeah, that's, that's Didn't 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 you beat GPS by like I so uh, I use 30, Waze religiously. I use Waze all the time and uh, even when I drive the motor home, my ETA on Waze counts up On the way because it's I I know that Waze learns how fast you drive and will give you an ETA based on that. So when I drive the motorhome, it takes longer than it originally says. Yeah, Uh, I beat my Waze time by thirty-two minutes. It's pretty fast. (laughs) That's
3: pretty quick. It's pretty fast. Uh,
2: And I I talked to my friend about this, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like when I'm on the road, I usually I'll go however fast the rabbit on the road is going." And I said, "Oh, what's the rabbit?" He's like, "Well, it's the fastest guy on the road." The rabbit. (laughs) And I was like, "Oh, well, I was the rabbit."
1: <laughs> yeah, you were that guy.
2: So you
3: guys got to come up to Watkins Glen, so it's easy I for me. I would
1: love to go to Watkins Glen. We've actually <laughs> we've talked to them. Um, the old, like the biggest problem, most, uh, many of the tracks, like the club tracks, and like a lot of the pro tracks in the country have asked us, like, why don't you come to our track? Watkins Glen is one of the tracks that is like, no, we're full.
3: Yeah, like, we're booked. They do pretty much over the course of its history, it's done literally every. Like series that there is to do. Yeah, I would love to go there, and it's it's a, yeah. it's a spectacular racetrack. Um, it's just it's, their schedule is full. If you look at their, yeah, it's, it's just very fun every weekend. We we, uh, it's we I
2: have heard about that track that spectating can be difficult. Yeah,
3: what's it like there?
2: Spectating wise, I
3: mean, I always put myself in turn one. I've never been there. Yeah, so. so turn one, there's three grandstands in that vicinity, right? And you can see probably a quarter of the track, mm-hmm. you know, turns one through four to basically the top of the essence. yeah yeah. Everything from the bus stop, the boot, all that is super hidden. Yeah, um, you know, so that makes it a little bit tricky to spectate. But it, it's the turn one area is really where all the action happens, right. other than the bus stop. So it's I,
2: I think it's kind of a consequence of a big, long pro track. Yeah, because I, I think Road America can be challenging to spectate. that Also, you can you get but, super close. Yeah, to but stop. you
1: can see everything. You just have to go everywhere. Exactly. To do it. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. If
2: you if you're parked in one place all yeah. weekend. You will see a line of cars drive by every couple of minutes.
3: Yeah, you literally have to just move around the entire yeah. time. I mean, that's how Watkins spot is. Road Atlanta is yeah. kind of like that too. Yeah, you it, have to kind of move around. You,
1: you can go around the almost the entire interior, almost the entire exterior yeah. of those tracks. You just have to do it, right? You, know, you golf a, cart would help. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we killed so the I golf cart at, uh, <laughs> at Road America. This year. I bet. <laughs> When I was at Coda so last thick. year
2: for uh, Formula One, yeah, uh, we were parked at I think eleven, which is uh, right before the long straight, yeah, right, right at that short one. And we're kind of up on the hill, which made for decently great viewing. And so we see cars coming through 10, we see them coming down the short straight uh, into that slow speed uh, stretch into the long, long back straight. Right. Yeah. And so I, I get to see cars like set up for passes and stuff like that. So it was kind of awesome to see that spot. much yeah. track in like a general mission. so
3: you know what makes it better though is so IMSA when they run the boot it's a 3.4 mile course that way NASCAR runs the short course though I like the short course better personally why is that? because you see cars more that's true and and the lap times are a lot shorter yeah Uh, and it turns into a kind of a draft track especially with like lower powered cars And I I have a theory that like GLTC the way that the way that the rules are set up I feel like tracks with longer straights kind of end up equalizing cars more because the, the bigger cars stretched the I was legs shocked
1: a bit. how equal the cars were at Road America. I yeah. didn't
2: expect that. Well, and the, I think that's a Aaron so. ran away from everybody. Okay,
3: air, not yeah. the last race. The K don't count.
2: Yeah, you're right. Not <laughs> the last race. No, it,
3: it wasn't. It like there was four cars across
1: the start finish line. The last race of the weekend, like at the same time. There's a picture of that. It somewhere. was insane.
3: Yeah, I stood there and I was like,
1: I can't believe how close they all are. Yeah, <laughs> I, but, I didn't know who was going to win.
3: I mean, if you eliminate the boot at the Glen, right. The viewing becomes exponentially. Now you're seeing half the track yeah, instead and, of the course. And photo,
1: obviously, right? race, every race is different than the next. But, right. Right. Um, so you do this uh, online. You do this in real life. Um, where Where do you think you're going to go from here?
3: I have no idea. Don't have any idea. So don't have any,
1: don't have any ambitions. Any plans? Well,
3: so um, I'm a, I'm a computer engineering major. Right and did, in my last semester
1: you obviously want to get a real job no do a real, th- no. real job. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I would
3: See, like
2: to do race car stuff with my race I would car love buddies. to do
3: that it's you, not you guys, the case yet no. had you guys not reached out I would be computer a uh, computer engineer oh no we ruined his life and, <laughs>
2: too <laughs>
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I, miss, I hate computer engineering right. I, like, I like computers I like that sort of thing but right. I, I should not have been an engineer okay. so going out and doing this stuff it, this is not something to bank on for sure but it's but an ambition. It's, it's something like, I, I don't know where it's going to go, but I know Tom Martin from um, Winding Road right. that does the Spec MX-5 stuff. I know he's expressed interest in talking to you about something. I don't know what it is yet. Right. But I guess we'll see what happens. But. I
2: think uh, going back, if I had a chance to do things a little bit differently, obviously I never expected to have slip angle or grid life in my life. Yeah. And if I had chosen to live less expensively five years ago, Yeah, the number of things that I could do with my life would be dramatically (laughs) different.
1: (laughs) You can always sell that big house, is so.
2: If I like, if I sold my house and all the crap that I have, yeah, yeah, I could probably live cheap. The only major debt we have that will stay with us is Ashley's student loans. So those persist.
3: Yeah, I did actually. I do have an interest in like working at iRacing. That would be really cool. Okay. Uh, and my skill sets and the things that I know from school are actually kind of applicable there.
1: And you also know the you know you know that platform so well, right? Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is
3: honestly, when you look at their job applications, half of it's just like know how to race. You know, be like be an iRacing member. You know, so there's right. there's roles opening up there all the time because they're a growing company as okay. well. Where, Where are, are they based? based? Out of? Uh, Massachusetts, kind of near Boston,
2: okay. Chelmsford, Chelmsford, not too bad.
3: So. It, uh,
1: it's not the
2: Midwest. You no, know, we would like you here more.
1: Well, you know, you can always hop on one of them big airplanes. It's not
3: a big <laughs> deal. Boston's a so, big hub. Did you know that when I flew down to South, that was my first time ever on an airliner?
1: We have we have opened them up to so many new things.
3: First time ever on an airplane? First time I, I've <laughs> flown before. So when I was eighteen, my mom got me like a living social deal where well, you like you fly a cessna for a half hour. Oh, okay. So that was like my first experience, but I'd never been on a commercial plane like ever. That's awesome. <laughs> and my roommate. So his family's from India and he's from Long Island, so they do a lot of you right. know global travel, and so he knew everything. And I was just right. like I attached at his hip like uh, a puppy. You, you know? And you
1: guys, you guys did real well at that event, killed it. What did you think of that event versus Midwest? Uh,
3: so South was really intimidating because when we got there and we found out we were doing the time attack stuff, told yeah. you I'm not a gearhead. So that was I was a fish out of water. We needed there. all
1: that help, man.
3: That was that was really rough, and I'm yeah. hoping that. I'll be better at that next I, time around I thought it seemed fine I watched
1: a bunch of it I'm glad you yeah. thought it
3: was fine because yeah. I sure didn't but in, in terms of like I, I thought because Gingerman i had never heard of right I, I like Gingerman I like the venue it's really cool but Road Atlanta was a track I'd driven in Sims right and it was walking in, or driving in the gate was like surreal
1: isn't that dip that first road that drop hill is that, crazy it's, it's insane. insane it's crazy and you know what Road America has like the same yeah, thing. It's got the same feel. Road America's got that same vibe.
3: And it's, I was sitting, I was. I, we drove in, and I'm in a rental car that cost me too much money, and I'm like, I cannot believe we just flew down to Atlanta to do a thing that we almost didn't do two years ago.
1: Yeah.
3: So uh, I was wow. like, that's pretty cool. That was a pretty surreal thing.
1: Well, I'm glad you got to see that track. It was, it was pretty that's cool. It's a cool place. And it's that, gone That now. is a beautiful strip of asphalt. <laughs> I would love to, if all I could do was run events at that track, just the track, I would love to do that. I can't do a festival there anymore. Right. But man, I love that track. for
3: various reasons. We, we will. We will.
1: It's a, it, it's a tough place to do a festival. Right. Um. And it's a very expensive track. I'm sure. So, uh, we will probably do something there again someday. Uh. We just got to take a little bit of a breather. Uh, Is that
3: imagine all the tracks like I think NASCAR just bought that like ISC right. or whatever. Yeah. So that probably makes it NASCAR tracks probably are a nightmare. To there. Work with, there are but.
1: some. Uh, are so are I don't know if I reasons, can say but this on air, really but cool I might as well
2: because I can yeah. edit, it, edit it out anyway if I yeah. don't. If we don't like how it feels, what can't you say? But I did send a note to uh, the guys at Barber about yeah. inquiring for 2021, okay. and they did not email me back. Man, so if any of our listeners know <laughs> the guys at Barber,
1: Andrew Rains uh, probably knows they got to talk to. So yeah, maybe we maybe we he can help
2: Andrew. Andrew yeah. can help us. Yeah,
1: he's he works there almost every day.
2: Um, <laughs> but I was at Barber last weekend, and it is. Like the craziest, flowy...
1: It looks really it's like a fun. roller coaster. It's, yeah, it it's an really iRacing. So you should give it a try.
2: Fun. I know you have iRacing somewhere. I, I haven't. Uh, I've never driven <laughs> an iRacing. Yeah. So uh, I talked a little bit. Um, you did a little bit of time attack commentary. Alex Moss has an S2000, and it, he is a very fast driver, and the car is very fast. Yep. Um, right as I ended a show with uh, Micaiah Hackbarth and Brandon Randbeck who won one lap of America last year, We were talking about the TTRS and how awesome the new platform is as a car. I had ended the show so that I could go out and and ride passenger in the TTRS. And Moss does like a 1 minute 35 or so at Barber. Uh, Micaiah in the intermediate run group in an HPDE (laughs) on old Hankook RS4 tires on 275 with tires did a 130 point. So fast. That's so
3: fast. So I guess one of the other things that I don't think I've ever actually talked to you about was my first ride around Gingerman was with yeah. Tamo Oh,
2: awesome. Yeah. And, and
3: what? It, it was in the Civic TCA or whatever. The TCR car? The, the, the TCA, the, his old oh, his oh, old the, Civic, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get, he's like, you want to go for a ride? I was like, sure. So I get in the car, I get all strapped in, and he puts on this very poorly fitting helmet. <laughs> and, uh, can't and so can't inspect every helmet. So we, we pull out on, onto the pit road. He goes, you realize this is a drift session, right? Oh, that car. Oh, you were in Drift Civic. In oh, the yeah. the white one, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we pull out on the track, and I was like, I did not know this was a Drift <laughs> Session. And, and here we are. This is like my first time on a racetrack at speed. Yeah. And I'm in a front-wheel drive Civic. And he's we're, yanking the e-brake. We're Scandinavian <laughs> flicking everywhere. I was having the time of my yeah. life. It's a pretty fun track it was, for that. It was really fun. That track
1: ends up, like, lending itself really well to all the different disciplines that we do because there's not big walls everywhere right so everybody can kind of just do whatever they want well
2: like uh, when I talk about gingerman I know that other people like some other tracks a lot more yeah yeah but I I say that for people who want to learn where the limit is in a safe place that's a really good place to do it there's because, almost nothing to hit there because there's nothing no, to right. hit well, here. Going on. Carson let's do honest
1: Carson um yeah there's something about that place though like it just works so well for all the different things, and it's like it's just kind of a relaxing vibe. Like they hand you the keys to the track, and they're like,
2: "All right, don't get hurt." <laughs> so we have it's learned the that the things that the tracks that work really well for us are the ones where uh, race control and like the facility yeah. trust yeah. that we know PPIR. what we're doing. Helps,
1: yeah. PPR. <laughs> I was literally me and Gary were race control at PPR. Like, all right, uh, there's your workers. Uh, you want to be in control, or like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, actually, yeah. We'll do. <laughs> this is exactly and, and what M
1: one M one the first year not fun to deal with, and then I was like, "All right, I'm going to be race control." Hey guys, can I be race control? And they're like, "Yeah, we're not actually that good at that." And I'm Like, <laughs> yes, cool. And then the event goes so smooth. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I love. And so that. I, I do think it's a challenge when when we work with pro tracks. It's very challenging yeah. because they're they've seen everything. Yeah, and, and they're
1: good at what they do, but, but they do it their way. Right. Yeah.
2: And and I think that's a challenge yeah. with the grid life because, like, if you talk about drift cars and how to manage that stuff, the, the yeah. amount of, like, uh, like dictatorship it takes to do that, it, from race control, the only person that can do it is Adam. Right. Um, right. Anyone else, you're, you're, you end up just, like, kind of battling back and forth.
1: Yeah. It took a couple years at Road Atlanta to get, um, like, a good feel for it, but, the like, the, the best part about that track, in my opinion was the two race controls that we've had like the first year we had hazel yep who unfortunately passed away in an incident at the track uh and then we had Dustin the last three years and like you have to have a race control that gets it they know like they know the outcome of what the event should be and like and they work backwards to try and get it there versus fight you because it's not the way that they do business right um and that I mean that that goes for a lot of things like you know for just the feel for the spectators and camping and all these dumb little things but like yeah we do work pretty well at tracks that kind of just give us the keys and let us party but
2: so what's on the schedule for 2020 what's on the schedule for 2020 where are you gonna go so well I'm still finishing
3: up college so I think that's priority Unfortunately, uh so if I can figure out how to get to NCM I'd love to go to NCM yep uh I would definitely be at Midwest definitely Road America uh Definitely Autobahn. Awesome. Definitely Fall Midwest, or fall Gingerman. Yep. So I think that's all, all of them except for PPIR and Salmon Coda. Right.
2: I so. can't explain why Fall uh, Gingerman is so fun. It's my favorite. But it event. always works. It's, the it's the one weather of my, is garbage. It's, it's cold. almost always
1: one of my favorite events. But it's, like it's so chill. Yeah, it's a like, good one.
2: By that point, either the competition's like been sorted out, or yeah. or everyone's
1: just like, man, it's fine. Racing GLTC cars in the dark, and Chris is blowing off fireworks
2: in turn <laughs> That's three. That's so cool. It was so rad. And like, <laughs> uh, it was so scary. Completely without any intervention from us, yeah. the GLTC group just decided that everyone was going to have underglow. That was the thing. Yeah. So
3: I gotta ask you, like, what's that like? I mean, because you're the brainchild of GLTC, right? So it, it, it happened because I kicked it into the ecosystem.
1: Yeah. I like, mean, I forced it.
3: Because this is, it's a big deal to start a racing series. Like, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. And yeah. for you to to sit back after your first full season of that, that was a pretty massive success. I, I
1: have literally no feeling of of like, uh, I don't have. There, there's never been like a minute of like, yeah, look what I did. It's always been like, oh, my gosh, we've got to keep going now. Like, yeah, uh,
2: you're, you're stuck with this for at, life at, now. After
1: you it, uh, after it <laughs> what, like the first thing that actually like made it serious for me was like one of my good buddies who's like the most serious club racer that I know was Cattill. Eric Cattill was, po- was podium at runoffs multiple times. You know, I've, I've, I've known him through his entire club racing career, and he was so serious in the class that he was in, in SCCA, STL great class. Like, he killed it in that class. Won, set track records all over the place, almost won the runoffs twice. Um, And then he's like, yeah, I'm doing this. And like, totally made his car illegal for STL. And I'm like, well, I guess we can't just stop, like and then all these people are building cars, like building old Volvo's, vets like. I mean, Look at the cars, Facebook
3: page for it.
1: It's nuts. I I can't even again. The, like comprehend. there's like 47 NC Miatas being built for this class, and, and like I thought K Miatas out the and ass. we're Pulling
2: time like, attack too, and it's crazy. How we Houten's talked about racing this now? last year because the running costs for time attack at the upper levels yeah. is time attack's expensive. Yeah. So much more. Yeah. And these guys that like want to continue racing that we we want to continue to see at our events because we like hanging out with them Uh, if they could spend one one fifth their time attack budget and race GLDC and be competitive yeah why wouldn't they do that
1: right I I I got to give a lot of credit to uh, the rules committee it was Yarbrough was Cuttill, Mike Taylor, and uh, Brett Adams and Christian ship like a lot of really, really good ideas. And when, like, for a year, we batted those ideas around. Um, and these are drivers who have ran in all the bigger series for club racing in the in the country. And you just, I mean, you distill those ideas out with, and you got to take the ego out of it. You got to take the what's good for my car in right. versus somebody else. Like, and you got to look at all these different platforms and. Hopefully we can we can not wreck what we built but like yeah I've never felt any any minute of like yeah look what I did it's always been like I now I can't screw it up like how do we not mess it up cuz it was that good I was
3: fascinated by watching all these different cars cars that should not ever race yeah. together Corvette versus Miata yeah. like I did not think that that was a thing and they
1: and they're like right? the same at the end of the straightaway versus the beginning of the right. straightaway, And
3: and the thing is, is, like you look at this and 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 you are like, I don't think these two cars can race together, and yeah. you made it happen. And I, I, I
1: don't know how some of that works. And, and the some of that was blind luck. The rule
3: book isn't five hundred pages thick either. No, it's about fifteen pages, right? Which is like reasonable. It's relatively easy to understand. Reasonable, yeah. Add, you want to add air? Okay, add some add some weight. Like that was the idea? It's simple to understand. It's. Is well, the fact A. that none of the cars were built up to spec this past year either and the racing was still that good, yep. this year's going to be even better.
2: So the, the thing that I like about it too is they, because I had limited involvement in the rules development even though Time Attack rules development is kind of my job within grid life. Um It's my what, job too, Abe. You and I work very... We're the
1: committee, Abe. I know. We work together. <laughs> um, we, I do have more pride for like the parody in Time Attack this year than anything. Like Time Attack was super insane good. this year.
2: But... Uh, the thing that it's I so like good. as like an, an objective person away from the original rule set for GLTC is that, uh, like, we we started to focus on what are the things that actually create performance. Yeah. Anything else doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just let's just not talk about it. If you it's, want to put it's a correct. whatever on your top it's,
1: it's power uh, and its weight. It's like those four things. Um, when you really. When you take Driver out of it, like, it's four things. Those are the things that make Speed, so. um.
2: So uh, putting our energy in things that, like, matter, I I think the series is really cool because the the kind of ethos for Time Attack has always built... Build the car you want to build and come yeah. run it.
3: And, and it's, it's. I mean, again, I'm not super in tune with the cost of behind things, but from what I've heard from other people, it's super economical to run in you compared can. to other series, which is awesome. Yeah.
1: So um, my biggest gripes with uh, with other series that I had ran were I don't get to do the mods that I wanted to do. Like, there's no series where you can just bolt a supercharger onto a Honda Civic and like run, like you just can't do it unless right. you're in like the the experimental class, like the catch all class, yeah. and then you're racing against like an X LMP2 car or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't build the car that you want to build in a lot of these series. Yeah. Like it's either weight by displacement, or it's like spec engines, or it's, so. You know,
3: I guess that leads to the question: Like when you see guys like winning Formula, they ha- they've right. found you yeah, know yeah, displacement winning, winning Formula. Yeah. yeah. So. Is that something that you guys, as a rules committee, look at? Is that something that you're trying to create parity with, or is that just like no, like that's that's, that's, that's what, what it is. That's
1: the car that you want. You want to have that car that's good at everything, and also like they're not spending thirty thousand dollars building engines to get that that extra five horsepower. Like they're detuning eight hundred dollar junkyard engines. Right. So um, that's the thing that's that what I, I want. Had a, like a you don't want people to, to spend spec. thirty grand on engines. On right? I I think
2: to me a big yeah. turnoff to Spec series is that uh, drivers will spend disproportionately more money oh, yeah. for the tiniest incremental advantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think spec is actually more expensive than doing, than doing a like a build your own series. There, there are
1: seventy five thousand dollars spec Miatas, which was introduced as which the is crazy cheapest class that you can possibly have. Like look what look at this idea we've got. And People, racers Figure out how to spend the money And they've turned it into A $75,000 to win class Right Like $35,000 minimum I mean
3: racing's always Going to be expensive Right, right. But no, no, no. I, mean, I could be wrong on that But I know the, people The way are I money say this
2: is yep. Racing is actually really cheap It's winning that's expensive yeah. that, Okay that's yeah. I like
3: that better That's true <laughs> You can pick uh, Cheap, reliable, and fast You can pick two
1: uh, or <laughs> cheap reliable and fast but not as fast as the other guy like you can get all three you just can't get all of one of them right you know? um, so anyway how many uh how many weeks or how many days a week are you doing uh, sim commentary
3: when it gets heavy like which just kind of marches when we kind of start up, Right. It's five to six days a week. So Jesus. this is like every day. Oh yeah. And and some nights everybody wants Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays. Right. So some right. nights we do two. So,
1: so you stagger these race series based on your availability now?
3: They they have their own days, right? And if they don't fit in our schedule, because okay. you know we we say this is the day that we're open. If you don't fit in it, sorry. Right. I mean that's kind of what it's come to. It's kind of cool. I mean we've raised prices a little bit because it's like you know a little capitalism going on. Right. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but, supply and
1: demand. But, I mean, there's only
3: one of you. Yeah. When, so. when, when it gets when it gets light. It's right. two or three days a week. That's cool, but it's enough to keep you busy. So it just goes and goes and goes. And and the thing, I there's really no off season, right? So because the people pick up in the winter as well. Yeah. And I don't really have enough time because making the graphics package for that sort of thing right. takes a lot. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of I all believe that. it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
3: the, I think the graphics package I designed that I use that took about three months of like two or three hours a day working on that to really? get it to where it is, which is a lot of work. oh that's cow. a ton. Yeah. It was not I was not it was not a fun time there's
1: a lot of little things in like every race series even that like you don't see the behind right. the scenes yeah. so
3: that's why like you know I'm pretty satisfied with how it looks and I'm really yeah, not willing great. to change it it looks really good <laughs> so because um, it just takes so much effort to so change. when you
1: get a real job and you and you don't have a dorm room are you in uh, or an
3: apartment uh or you have another apartment yeah. are you planning on keeping and, and sticking with this I'm gonna stick with this as long as I can because right. when I look at like the financials of it at the end of the year I'm like this is an after-hours thing I could do alongside a regular job, yeah. and that's a decent sum of money to just take Side home. Side hustles are fun too, like I mean, as long as it, long as it's rewarding in more than one way. If you enjoy it, right? I, I love it. A and B, yeah. it's like a decent-sized chunk of cash. Yeah. If, if you're not, you know, I use it as living expenses, so I'm, you know, broke right. as anybody else. But it's like
1: I, I would love to see, uh, I would love to see it take Kyle to like real racing uh, commentary. I would love to see it keep going because he's really good at it. Yeah, he's really good. If you haven't seen any of. Uh, any of their their recaps their videos uh, where do people go to find your videos
3: uh, you can find us on youtube.com/ sim broadcasting yep. with its SYMTV broadcasting yep. oh
1: no, you do a great job
3: so. and then uh, there we have Facebook Twitter Instagram all that sort of yep. stuff so thank you
1: um, the uh, well I hope I hope we uh, we get to do this again I think we made a podcast we're we're almost 46 minutes yeah, we're in. Almost 50 minutes away oh, and my voice is going I got to get something to drink
2: you get, a, <laughs> get another drink so yeah. we have like. Seven or eight episodes in the queue, so we're going to be releasing two a week for yeah. a while.
1: We did two a week for a while, so it's come out in like July. I, and I hear you listen
3: to our dumb show. I do. It's kind of stupid. Do you
2: tell all your friends? Because we're trying to grow this fan base.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. No. Okay. When we start talking more about GLTC, we'll do start that. passing out business cards. <laughs> hey, listen
1: to the podcast that I was on the other day. Um yeah. So, I,
3: I apologize to
1: listeners if I'm screaming and Abe's not and the levels are crazy, but it's loud here now. Yeah, this is my first time doing this, so the place please. Place starting to How fill many out. Are here?
2: Have mercy. 200? Uh, a
1: couple hundred, maybe. Yeah. It's a small space. It's not enormous, but um, I've, so far today, I have walked 32,000 steps and I am utterly exhausted. And we are probably, I'm not going to be able to go to bed for another seven hours.
2: Well, we're only so, one episode in of like yeah. at least yeah. another two. We need to do a couple more.
1: Um,
3: so yeah, SimTV. Uh, what's the easiest place to find you? Well, you could just if you just Google SimTV, yeah, that'll get you everywhere. Yeah, S Y M. What's your website? Uh, SimTVBroadcasting.com. There we and go. and it's not only sim racing stuff there. We have GLTC driver stats, updated point standings, yeah, uh, and and uh, I think we're gonna have some other stuff up there as well as the year goes your on. Your
1: enthusiasm for that for that part of our organization has me taking it more seriously than if it didn't exist, so I appreciate the well, help. Well, I want
3: to keep coming back, so <laughs> I'm doing everything that I can. I, uh, I'm, if, if you're not there, it's only because I can't afford you. Because you've gotten too cool. Yeah, well, uh, again, like I said, we're going to try to figure some things out. Yeah, man. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this season. Yeah, I, uh, I can't wait to hang out more. So, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you for
2: having me. Yeah, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys.
0: Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jabe co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits Grid Live to say hello.